Welcome to Synapse, a business and lifestyle podcast hosted by the Greater Freeport Partnership. My name is Andrea Schultz-Winter, Development Director at the Partnership, and I will be your host for today's episode. Today's conversation is the first of our entrepreneurial series featuring local residents who have taken the leap to become small business owners. The entrepreneurial spirit continues to be a cornerstone for growth, development, and innovation in Freeport and Stevenson County. Guests in this series will recount the struggles, triumphs, and lessons they learned as they journeyed to their new ventures. We kick off this series with Ashley Jackson, new owner of Ashley Jackson Beauty. Thank you, Ashley, for joining us today. I'd like to start the conversation today with learning just more about you. Ashley, could you please tell us a little bit more about yourself? (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm very honored to be here and share my story and hopefully inspire others as well. Um, But I have uh, recently opened my, my studio is what I'm calling it, Ashley Jackson Beauty in the downtown Freeport. And um, it really all stemmed from being in the beauty industry over 14 years ago. And so I started as a hairstylist um, and went to beauty school and was a a hairstylist then after I had graduated, or received my certificate rather, and um, done some internships downtown Chicago, uh, in Rockford, and as well as in Freeport. But really, uh, after 14 years of being in that industry, I sort of came to a point where I, you know, I was sort of losing my um, passion for exactly what I was doing. So I I went to beauty school and focused solely on hair. And then I really, later in my career of that, dabbled in um, doing like wedding parties and wedding events so I did hair and I coupled that with a good friend who also used to be a student of mine because I'm a cosmetology educator as well and so I met a lot of people in my years and she is a really great artist located in the suburbs and she would um, do the makeup for the wedding parties and then I would do the hair for the wedding parties and so we really coupled and 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 we did extremely well with that and that was really fun for me but for the most part I spent my time behind the chair doing hair got it uh, on a daily basis right and all the services that go with that so um so I've kind of you know and going to beauty shows throughout the years because we have to have continuing education Mm -hmm. right so then you kind of see other aspects of the beauty industry doing those things and in trainings and um but mostly spent my time behind the chair. So I just felt like my passion for that was dwindling and I needed to do something more. And um, I would say about five years ago is when I actually got permanent makeup myself, which for some people that aren't aware of what that is, it's a form of, uh, it's a form of a tattoo and you can get it for your eyebrows, eyeliner, lips, and it just really has advanced over the years of what you can do with permanent makeup. But it really changed my my life, which some people laugh at that and some people really get it, right? Because my eyebrows were so thin and sparse from, you know, over tweezing over the years, sure. right? And mm-hmm. then you stop growing back. And so after getting that done myself, I realized I think this is the change I've needed in my, you know, it keeps me in the beauty industry. It keeps me customer service focused and, you know, being behind the chair. I know what that can do for 
for someone in the chair, right? Sure. You, you've been recreated, like you have a new look, right? Um, we are a very important part of being in a client's life. We are almost, there's a joke in the beauty or in the hair industry that we are the therapists, you know? Yep. We don't get paid enough because we hear all that our clients are going through, experiences when you change your hair, there's something going on in your life right. that's changed, right? right? So it was still a way for me to be able to connect with my clients and 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 make them feel beautiful in a in a really you know interesting way so I got into permanent makeup. I, I went through the certification process for that. It was about a six month process. Okay. Um, started doing uh, that then at a salon and I quickly realized, however, that not everyone was a candidate for just permanent makeup. Right? Either people didn't want to commit to something like that, or they didn't really need it. Um, or maybe they just weren't medically suited for it. So what that allowed me to do was just develop other services to cater to those clients. Sure. So for example, a simple brow wax. Some people really just needed a nice shape created, right? right? Or, um, or a tint. Maybe they have a lot of eyebrows, but they're really light. So we just need to tint them and make them darker. What it did was really just allow me to develop additional services what that also did in the back end was allow continuous revenue versus sure. my permanent makeup clients. I would see them once and then they were set for one to two years. Right. It's permanent. It's permanent. Right. <laughs> so I can see you in one to two years for a color boost. But then when they were gone, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm really not going to see them for a whole year, which means I'm not getting paid anything either. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So um, incorporating other services to better serve my clients as well as conti continue to keep that revenue coming sure. in. Right. Sure. And so that just slowly started to develop. And the next thing I know, I mean, I have a, a list of five different eyebrow services. I also do uh, lash service as well as the permanent makeup. And I really have something that fits everyone's needs. So that is uh, that's sort of where I'm at right now. And it's pretty awesome. Well, you can I can tell by just watching you talk about this, the excitement that you have. And I think uh, first of all, and I, I, something that you've picked up on, a woman, any, I shouldn't say just woman, right. anyone's life. Yeah. But I think that there is something that a, a woman feels from a, a fresh cut or a new color or a new look. You mm -hmm. feel, you do feel reinvented. And I think mm -hmm. everyone's life is so incredibly busy that when you have a moment where you're purposefully forced yes. to sit still for a minute you're allowed to kind of give that pause and reflect and probably a lot of it comes out from you know you start talking and and so um you have that connection with your stylist as well um they well, also and I, that paired too with what you're saying is is the trust so when you trust yes. your hairstylist you trust that whatever you say or whatever conversation or whatever you're going through in your life you trust that they that you can speak to them that you can just let it all out in that moment of sitting and relaxing and right. being right. just there in that moment you can just let it out you know it's just such a cool dynamic well and I think also um, and I know there's been instances where you're trying a new look or you think you're going to try something I think it's wonderful to have a relationship with your stylist where you're like I am a pretty low maintenance person and so if I go in and like I like my hair to look like this I want the honesty of being like yeah that's going to 
you're going to have to be working on that a half an hour every day. And I would be like, yeah, that's not going to be for me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but with that being said too, Andrea, I have to say that that was something I really listened to my clients because there were multiple times throughout my years of doing this that they would say, I used to go to this person, but they just didn't listen to what I said, or they uh, never did what I wanted, yeah. or they just couldn't get what I was saying. Right. And right. so I really pride myself still in this new shift of my industry and in listening to what my clients goals are and their needs are. Right. And that really comes back to why what I really believe in, which is customer service is my number one priority. And I think listening to your clients and your guests is like key and like the top of the list for customer service, giving them what they want, because otherwise they will go somewhere else. Also, balancing that with the fact that you know you can't always please everyone, but if you're doing your best to service your guests, then you're winning, you know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So what was, so you had been, you had a chair, I would say, is that the right terminology, at another salon Mm -hmm. for for many years. Mm -hmm. And then you started transitioning and doing um, more of the permanent makeup there. Mm -hmm. What made you decide, okay, I think I'm ready to have my own place, to go out on my own? That's a big jump, I would assume. It was a big jump. And it was a jump from just going from not doing hair anymore to just doing brows too, right? Because people look at you funny, like you, you make money off of just waxing people's eyebrows like that doesn't make sense but okay yes I do actually and and so so I had to I had to really jump out on faith and say I can't juggle doing hair and brows yeah and be taken serious I need to let the hair go I've known Uh, it for 14 years I gotta let it go in order to open up all my time to really excel in my new venture sure right sure and so that transition happened first where I said this is my last day of doing hair and that's just what it was and then I just started focusing brows adding those services to my menu and really just started to expand and um, then when when it came time to have my own space I mean if I rewind back to being in beauty school I thought that I would always have my own salon someday I mean that was my dream I wrote it down and I looked at it often right yeah so there were th- some things that were happening at my uh, current location and that I was like, I was growing out of my space, sure. number one, right? There was um, a lot of like messaging for, um, you know, getting appointments and things like that for my clients. Like I felt very spread thin. People were contacting me directly instead of contacting the salon, which which really birthed me creating my own um, scheduling program and scheduling app for my clients right and then so things just sort of slowly developed which then this one day when I was taking my kids to their karate class I drove past the building that I'm currently in and I saw a for lease sign in there and I knew what that building was before I knew they weren't open anymore but I never thought about it until I drove past that day and I got almost all the way home and I told my kids guys I got to turn back around and I got the number and I inquired because I thought you know what if I don't inquire I'll never know and right it's as simple as that right yeah so when I inquired and I got all the information I needed I thought it's time I've been working, you know, I've got my menu of services are, are set up. I have my own booking system. I mean, everything just sort of intentionally happened. And, and it's because I made intentional moves, 
right? I didn't just think about like, oh, it would be really nice to have my clients book themselves. I actually did it, right? And so all of these little things then led me to this location and, and, and turning back around and getting that number and, and that was really it. I told myself I'd be crazy if I didn't do this. This is my, this is my dream coming true. It's not a salon, but it's pretty darn close. Absolutely. Well, it's your salon. It's your studio. It's, it's your my space. Studio. Yes. Yeah. At State Bank, we take a personalized approach to commercial banking because we know every business is unique. From day-to-day banking functions to specialized loan programs like the Paycheck Protection Program, State Bank's business team works with you to identify the financial services that meet your specific needs. Stop by or contact State Bank today at 815-297-0900 or at statebankfreeport.com to learn more. State Bank, see why it's different here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You picked up on, or you said a couple things that I want to revisit. Mm -hmm. You you talked about being intentional and the fact that you had 14 years ago or however long ago, long before you were even doing the permanent makeup and and the brows, you had talked about, I want to open my own salon, you Mm -hmm. said, but your own business, right? And um, what are some of the things, it sounds like... um, that you put in place to make going into your own brick and mortar an easier decision. So you talked about having the booking. Mm-hmm. So that must be huge for yeah. for you for your business, right? Yeah. Because you've kind of freed up, you've automated something that wasn't previously automated, right? It, absolutely, yes. And it saved me time on the back end. Right. And for me, saving time in one area means I can spend it somewhere else. Sure. And whether that meant with my family or that part of my life, or if it meant going, putting back into my business in the sense of like education, which is another one of my highest core values is being educated on the services that you're providing. And, and because that builds trust and it's this whole thing after that, right? Sure. So then I can, if I don't have to answer so many clients, um, then I can put more time into maybe taking a, an online training, right? Ah, yes. Or just divert my time in, in another way that would be useful and help grow my business. Right. So I was just super focused on what way I can sort of save time and then put it into something else that can help grow. Right. right. Well, you seem to be I mean, obviously, you have the, the technical aspect of what you do. Right. And you've perfected that and you continue to, to educate yourself. You've talked about that. But you the running of a business, you know, your business or any business you have. Um, you know, you talked about the booking software, but I'm assuming the back end with the books mm-hmm. and um, social media and promotion. How are were you comfortable with those areas beforehand or is that something you're continuing to kind of grow or I mean I'm always astonished by entrepreneurs because it really is such a diversification of your skill sets yeah um, or having the resources to hire out in areas that are you know maybe not your strong suit or maybe you're not crazy passionate about it but um, talk to me a little bit more about that and that's what it is it's really like who you surround yourself with just a network of professionals because in entrepreneurship, you you can't do it all, right? Mm-hmm. But you can know the people to help you do it. And so I have to say, 
that I have an amazing group of individuals that surround me that, um, like an accountant, number one. It's so important to have an accountant that you can trust and just, they can guide you and you don't have to know it all, right? Right. Or a, a lawyer. I mean, when I developed my LLC, I first started like Googling, like how to start an LLC. And then I'm like, what am I doing? I don't need to know how to do this. I just need to contact my lawyer. Right. Um, You know what I mean? Just utilizing and thinking about who do you have in your circle, in your network circle and and utilizing them because that's why they're there. So it sounded like you already had a pretty existing, you had um, a circle already before or is that something you were also intentional about very intentional about um when when everything happened with covid uh last year a couple of things that also shifted my my brow business Mm -hmm. right is that um we were told to stay at home right and i thought you know what i'm gonna I need a website. I need to build a website, which I don't necessarily encourage just anyone to do. I learned a lot and I did it. And I'm very proud of my website, but I had the time was gifted to me and I utilized that time and I built a website and I'm super happy with how, how that turned out. Right. Mm -hmm. But then I also was sort of given a word of, you know, network with successful people. And I was like, how do you network with successful people? in a pandemic. How do you do that? Right? Mm. So along the way, uh, I randomly received a message on social media from a very great friend of mine. Her name is Kelly and she's a licensed massage therapist. And she reached out to me and said to me, I love your, um, I love your post. I love how you educate your clients in your post. Like we just really created a relationship. Mm -hmm. And then she invited me to be a part of a fempreneurship group for the 815-608 area code. She's located in Beloit. And I was like, okay. And so I I joined this group and I was like, this is how you network with successful people. It just all happened because Kelly reached out to me and that started a lot for me. So uh, through that group, I've met many amazing uh, solopreneurs Mm -hmm. and and entrepreneurs. And one of them is my business coach, Caitlin Gray. And she is the one that, you know, I, I hired her before, oh gosh, I can't even, I don't even know when this was, a couple months ago, maybe three months ago now, before I had my own space, before I even drove past that space. And the the first conversation I had with her, she asked me, what do you hope to accomplish in our time frame of working together? And I said, well, and it's a six month time frame. And I said, I'd like to have my own business open by the end of this year, meaning of the year that we're in right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Of 21. And she said, okay. And then it was maybe weeks later two three weeks later I said I drove past this space and this is all she's been helping me with now in the last two and a half months is opening my space right so I highly recommend a business coach to anyone (laughs) opening a business what I love about Katie is she has given me the confidence to know that any way I choose to do it is the right way there is no right or wrong it's whatever Ashley wants to do and that's okay so if you want to do brows and you know in your own building and have it look like this and charge this amount and schedule your clients this way and be closed every Monday then do that right just she basically just said do you 
and that's it. I would think that, um, I would think, I'm guessing, uh, by, there might be um, analysis paralysis, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there are so many decisions to make that you, um, and I know myself well enough to be like, well, I would research, well, what are are other people who are doing this? What do they do? When do they open? Like, what does it work? You know, I want to emulate what they're doing because they've technically, I'll air quotes, figured it out, right? Right. Right. And so I'm I'm hearing you say that she helped you kind of get past that, like, well, what other people do isn't necessarily what's going to work for me. Exactly. Yes. And she challenged me and she just, she would ask those sort of prompting questions like, well, why do you feel that way? Or why do you feel like you need to compare your prices to those of people in Rockford and the surrounding area? Like, you know your worth, you know you do a good job, you have a wait list of clients, you can, you can charge a premium price for your services. You don't need to why do you need to compare yourself, right? She never would tell me what to do. She would just prompt my thinking mm. and allow me to really escape my brain for a second, literally, because there's two voices in there always. What if, what if, or how about them or what, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, she just allowed me to just see it from a different perspective without actually telling me what to do. And it gave me so much confidence to just literally do me, you know? Yes. And I didn't care, I didn't care, so. Well, I think that was so, so I want to just dial back on one thing. Talk. What was the name of the group again that you got invited to join um, from the woman in Beloit? It's called the Stateline Fempreneurship Group. Stately is um, a value add, for sure. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. She, you know, Kelly also has, she's such an amazing woman because she is a mom. She is a wife. She is a licensed massage therapist. She has her own podcast as well. She's just, she's just such a business minded individual, which, um, I don't even like I some you know you sometimes you just don't question things why she reached out to me in the first place and how that all happened but but she's very inspiring you know and so she created this group and it's really created a connection for a lot of a lot of women you she know? created it she okay created okay all right it. she created it and she asked me like would you like to be a part of this entrepreneurship group that I'm putting together she told me about it and um there was also another business venture that she sort of proposed to me and I felt like at that time, like, yeah, let me check that out. And then I was like, you know, that's just not my, that's just not where I want to go. And right. that was a, that was a lesson in just learning to say not every opportunity is meant to be taken either. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's just really, I think going back to what I wanted my space to look like and knowing that if a certain you know, something presented itself. If it didn't fit with what I was going towards, it's okay to say no. Like, and just, you know what I mean? Yep. And it it will present itself in the right time. But, yeah. I think that that is, um, I often feel, especially as a woman, um, we aren't necessarily taught that it's okay to say no. Obviously, you weren't flippant about it, right? You had thought about it, you considered it, but you realized that it wasn't for you. Exactly. It wasn't the right opportunity for you. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. And that was that was tough because I saw her excitement in it as well. Sure. And I didn't want to bring her down or disappoint her. Disappoint her, yeah. right? Yeah. But I ha- I was like I got to say no, yeah. you know. And yeah. she you know what she said? She's like I am so grateful that you were honest with me. Yeah. You know? And we're still friends. <laughs> Someone once told me um, when I say no to people 
then I can really, when I say yes, I truly mean yes. Yes. And I think, I mean, you talk about building trust with your clients, just building trust with others Mm -hmm. that comes from a place of being so authentic and genuine. And that's uh, critical, I think. And um, people, people sense that. Yes. I think they really intuitively kind of pick up when someone is their being their true self. Exactly. You know? yeah. I think more of us need to be our true selves more often, right? Yes. And uh, <laughs> I mean, because life is good when you're yes. just authentically you. Yes. You know? And no one else can be authentically you. Exactly. Right. But I also think it was something so interesting. You know, Katie is this woman's name, right? Mm-hmm. She reached out to you because she saw something in what you were putting out there well, into the universe. Kelly. Kelly. That was okay. Kelly okay. First. Yes. Okay. Yep. And so, but she was noticing it. She was. Yeah. She was. And I'm so grateful for that. Yes. Yes. So I'm hearing some things um, being intentional. Mm-hmm. You, you sound like you really have used your time wisely. You talked about <laughs> how you have, um, you know, the time in COVID obviously was devastating in many ways yes. for not just your business, but other businesses. But you took that as an opportunity to say, hey, I'm going to build my website. You battened, I mean, I can understand getting into areas where you're like, I don't develop websites. Exactly. So this is, is there only one I want to do, you know, but you, you stuck it out and yep. you're super proud of it. Yep. And then surrounding yourself with people who um, also are like-minded and, and want to succeed. Yes. So you can kind of feed off that energy and help contribute also to that energy. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. So if you were to tell yourself three years ago, what would you what would you tell yourself three or to someone who I guess maybe you see coming up kind of behind you or someone else who's who's maybe just starting out like you know it, when you were in tough spaces and times mm-hmm. what would you tell them to, to keep going I would just say you know keep your eye on your goal you know what I mean right um, sometimes things in our life most times things don't happen in our time right right uh, it's there's a time and a place for everything but just staying focused and any time that you feel like you've been you know you've had to take a step back or maybe it's not the um, the right uh, direction or, or path that you were trying to take like it's all there's always a lesson right so if you just Take take a lesson from every opportunity, right? And make be intentional about your your goal. I mean, gosh, fourteen years ago is when I wrote down like I'll have my own salon, right? Right. right. And right. there were times where I thought that was probably not going to happen. I didn't try. I I in fact I worked at a salon and I had made two or three different offers about being a silent partner with them. Let me, let me do this. Let me do that. Right. I see you need help here, there, whatever. And, and it was like, not right now, not right now. And I was like, that's a blessing in disguise though, because I would have not been right sure. here if they had said yes. Right. So I think it's okay to, you know, it's okay to, uh, to, to hear no yeah. also. Right. 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 Um, and just just staying focused, just grind. <laughs> well, and I think it's it's oftentimes taking the perspective when you hear the no, mm-hmm. and um, you really wish it had been a yes. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
being able to have that perspective and realizing, well, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yeah. You know, you know now that yeah. that was not the right decision, but I think keeping your eye on that that larger larger goal or vision is is really important. It really is. Um, I guess I, I'm going to ask you this other question, um, uh, and there's no wrong or right answer. But um, where are there other? And I'm asking this as kind of a practitioner to help want to help mm-hmm. enrich and build an entrepreneurship ecosystem here for Freeport and Stevenson County, mm-hmm. as well as like understanding that we don't operate in an you know. Um, an isolated box, right? People right. leave Stevenson County often daily, you yes. know, and, and come back. And so we have, you know, regional partners as well. But were there, are there things that you would love to see here that could help grow our startup businesses? You know, I think, um, I think just developing a place maybe where someone could come to to gain those networking either services or advice or the direction right to to go for those um, for that help that they might need for that direction because not everyone is a part of a group like I am or you're fine you're having a hard time finding a professional to help you right and so maybe just creating a space where you feel like you could go and be led to um, a list of different, you know, accountants or lawyers or or um, other ne- other professionals yeah, that can absolutely. allow you right. to sort of network and branch out. Right. right, right, right. Were there often times where you felt like you didn't know what you didn't know? <laughs> that is true, though. Isn't it? Well, I mean, I, you know, I, there's, and again, it goes back to like you might really know your trade or your craft or whatever. Yeah. You might be the best basket weaver there ever is out there, but I have no idea how to market my baskets, you know? So then you just start searching baskets, right? And I did that a lot too with just even a marketing, like I don't get, I still don't understand algorithms of marketing and social media and things like this. I just do what I know and and then I pay attention to others, right? Like I, there are times where I will, I don't really anymore, but during COVID and my downtime and things like this, like I would just scroll through and search like eyebrows or waxing. And then I'd go down this rabbit hole like most of us right, do. Right. And I just absorbed it that way. Sure. Right. And that was my way of learning how to like market or gain likes or, you know, hashtags and things like this. Right. Overwhelming to me it from is. an outside to look in. But I, you know, Watching, I think whatever, what is working for other people is probably very helpful. It is. That's how I got started. But I will say I'm at this point where I just um, consulted with, um, actually, I, I actually just hired a receptionist, which I'm super excited about. I didn't think I needed one. And then my first day there, I was like, I need a receptionist. And, you know, and so the business, what I have learned too, is I've opened my business, yeah. but it doesn't stop there. Right. There's always going to be problem solving, right? And so this receptionist is not only going to be my receptionist, but she will also help me with the marketing. Because again, going back to, you don't always know it all. Right. I don't know how to necessarily, I know how to, I got myself this far, but to get to the next level, I need a professional. And so this is where she's going to help me as awesome. well. Cool. Yeah. It was great that you were able to make that connection. Oh my gosh, I know. But it's again, you just put it out there. Yeah. And that's literally what I did. And then it, it came right back, you know? Wow. And I mean, within an hour of posting that I was looking for someone, she had reached out to me. So, every, you know, it's just, 
when it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So as we near the close, um, I want, how can somebody, so can you tell everyone if they don't already know what your services are and how they can get in contact you if they're interested in a consultation, an appointment, so on and so forth? Yes. So um, I do have a website. It's ashleyjacksonbrows.com. And there you will see all of my services offered uh, with detailed descriptions. Um, there's also some preparation advice for most of my services. You need to know how to prep your skin properly before I see you. So that's all on there. And lots of other information too, a little bit more about myself as the artist. And um, you can also submit uh, information on there, your information to uh, have us reach back out to you awesome. uh, to help schedule a consult or whatever it is that you need. Also on my Instagram, Instagram, which is Ashley Jackson Browse, and my Facebook, um, Ashley Jackson Browse, you can uh, select the book now or click the book now button and schedule your own service, cool. um, which is really awesome. If you've never been seen with me before and you're not really sure what you'd like to have done, I always recommend a brow consultation. It's a 30 minute appointment. It's complimentary every time. So uh, we can just talk about what your goals are and what you're looking for. Um, you can also stop in and see me down at 6 East Stevenson Street and uh, and make an appointment there as well. So Awesome. Yeah. Well, as we come to a close, incredibly large congratulations on your new space. Thank you. Your business, your vibrancy and energy you bring to downtown is phenomenal. And Thank I you. know um, you will pay it forward to many other people who are... Um, looking to start their business as it was paid forward to you. So I'm signing off here. This is Andrea Schultz Winner, Development Director at Greater Freeport Partnership and thanking Ashley Jackson for telling us all about her entrepreneurship story. Until next time, bye. Thank you for joining this episode of Synapse. Join us next time for more entrepreneurial stories in this series. Subscribe to this podcast on Spotify to be notified of future episodes. Technology is not my thing. God bless everybody.